0: Welcome to the Feed Your Skin Show. I'm your host, Ariana Edmonds. I'm a health nut, animal lover, entrepreneur, and founder of Naturally Goat, one of Australia's leading healthy skincare and body care product ranges. I'm on a mission to help you love your skin, your environment, and your inner health. So join me as I talk to naturopaths, healthcare professionals, doctors, dietitians, and skincare experts. guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Feed Your Skin podcast show. I'm with an awesome speaker today, Maddie Lansdowne, and uh, he's going to be sharing all about his journey and the importance of nutrition for healthy skin. So, Maddie, welcome. Thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks, Ariana. I really appreciate the invite to, to jump on the podcast and have a bit of a conversation.
0: No worries. It's great to have you on board. So, Thank um, you. yeah, about yourself, what you do, and your journey.
1: Um. What do I do? Uh, so I guess I'm a scientist and a business owner in many ways and in that yep. business I'm a nutritionist. So, um, so I started out, my journey started out in country Victoria. My mum yep. was a nurse and I used to go to the hospital with my mum and so I grew up with this you know, sort of uh, admiration for people that worked in the hospital and nurses and doctors and really looked up to that kind of profession. Um, And I sort of went on through obviously school and whatnot and got into university in the city. So I moved to the city and uh, yep. Became a scientist, so I went to went and did some research in nutrition, and then I moved into working in a hospital uh, where I worked on cancer research. Um, and it wasn't until I was there that I sort of started to wake up, let's say. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what I mean by that is that uh, I sort of realized that Western medicine, from a chronic disease standpoint was literally never asking about the cause of disease and looking into why the cause of disease should be changed or why the cause happens or, you know, how we can change the cause so that the disease goes away. It was 100% about disease management. And so I kind of was really confused by this uh, and didn't make much sense. And it took me many years of research. I then went down the rabbit hole of the history of Western medicine and where the, the business of science was created and the business of modern medicine was created. And then I learned about all these other modalities that have been around for thousands of years yeah. uh, and still being practiced to this day. And that Western medicine and pharmaceutical companies had done a lot in their power to demonize, criminalize, punish uh, and essentially eliminate these alternative therapies uh, which unfortunately the internet's allowing to come back so yes. that's um that's how I got onto the natural health side of things and now I'm a nutritionist and help people in a sort of functional medical nutrition type way yeah
0: fantastic no that's awesome good on you thank so, you yeah so you've had a lot to do with sort of nutrition and the values and importance that can bring
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I became really passionate about nutrition because the thing that I realized in when I was working at the cancer hospital was that once I realized we never talk about the cause, I was like, okay, what's the cause? Yeah. And then I sort of went, you know, a few steps back. Like no, nobody has cancer because of, because of a lack of chemotherapy, right? Yeah. Nobody nobody has diabetes because of a lack of injectable insulin, yes. yeah. right? So I was yeah. like, okay, that's not the cause. So I yeah. went a, went a step back, like outside the hospital, right? Outside the yeah. building, back into people's home lives. And the thing that, was the biggest factor that I was aware of at that time was food and the way that people ate. Um, And literally all the cells in our body – Well, the very vast majority of them are replaced on a somewhat regular basis, some daily, some across the period of seven years, like our bones. Um, And so we're literally as corny as it sounds. We are literally made up from exactly what we put in our body. And so when we know about nutrition and the modern Australian diet and the recommendations that the government give and all the fast food and sugar and all that type of thing, it's not uh, hard to see why everybody's suffering from chronic disease
0: yeah exactly exactly and I, I feel that that has a big impact as well on our skin, you know, especially as you mentioned there before you know sugar and and the breakouts that that can cause and everything
1: oh absolutely the the food that we put into our gut like you know affects every system, and that's one flaw of Western medicine a lot of the time is that it looks yeah. in looks at each organ, the skin maybe being one of them in yeah. isolation, as if it's not connected to the yeah. whole other being that you are right so yeah. It's um yeah like what we the food we put in our mouth and into our bellies absolutely, absolutely affects the skin.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So the the stuff that you've done um so far like have you done much research in skin cancer and anything, you know, there as well?
1: Yeah, a little bit. I went more down the path of understanding because the thing that I learned is that a lot of the things that we're told and we're taught and even little messages and and beliefs that our mothers and fathers pass down to us as children yeah are often the result of marketing and nothing to do with science whatsoever. Um, And and it's important to distinguish what I mean by science. There's two forms of science. There's the science that is the laws of nature that can never, ever be changed. And then there is science or the religion of scientism, which is the manipulation of information or the manipulation of the laws of nature for economic gain. And they're two very different types of science. uh, because one is exceptionally biased and so i guess you know thinking about the way that i guess we eat and the way that we live and the way that you know it it has an impact on our body yeah the you know the the food that we eat and the messages that come with those foods are often really misguided and like you know for instance uh The message of low fat was a thing for so long, and it caused so many people to overconsume carbohydrates and store body fat for like you know two or three or four decades, right? And and cause the diabetic, um, you know, epidemic essentially, and you know, insert disease whether it be Alzheimer's, whether it be cancer. The nutritional advice and the beliefs handed down by our parents, obviously, weren't doing us any good and and the, the the most famous one is probably breakfast is the most important meal of the day yeah. Uh, which was actually first spoken by john harvey kellogg in yes. the late 1800s when he was selling his now billion dollar cereal idea
0: <laughs> oh, wow how interesting
1: yeah and it just it just it bled into culture it bled into homes <laughs> and you know our mums and our grandmas and our parental figures and now everyone just says it like it's just an you know, an undying truth
0: and it's it's actually got
1: no truth at all.
0: Yes, I know. Don't you love those myths that you just look back into and you think, where did that come from? Then realize there's no truth to it at all.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So, And there's so many of these things which inform the way that we eat, the way that we shop, the way that we, you know, um, engage our emotions with food as well, which can lead to poor gut health, poor skin health, poor everything health, really.
0: Definitely, yeah. So the research that you've done and then the journey that you've been on yourself um, are you someone that comes from a very plant-based diet or are you sort of someone that th- believes in a balanced diet? What's your sort of take on all that?
1: Yeah, that's a good question because there's perpetual debate in the there nutrition is. space about yeah. what's and, – and the thing that I like to come back to because I get asked this question virtually every time I talk to someone. Yeah. So what's your philosophy? Yeah. Um, I think individuals are individuals. Like we're, like we're mostly the same like humans are mostly the same but yeah. there's small differences and that's the same with the nutrition debate right is that yeah. virtually everyone that has an opinion or is you know bagging out somebody else's opinion yeah for 95% of the time they actually agree you yeah. know what i mean it's just yeah. this tiny little bit in the end like oh i'm a carnivore or like <laughs> or i'm a vegan or yeah. mainly plant based but for most of it it's like if you eat whole real foods you're going to be pretty okay yeah. so I think if there's any message to take home, it's that whatever the diet you're in, if there's whole real foods, then you are very much on the right path. From that point on, if we're to get into my actual opinions and thoughts that that don't apply to everyone, but just my personal thoughts, I think that a balanced diet, and the word balance is so arbitrary, but, you know, Plants, vegetables, nuts, seeds, fruits, uh, as po- sort of more a paleo approach is what I would naturally gravitate towards yes. uh, because that's what our genetics are expecting. Our yeah. genetics have yeah. been developed eating these types of foods for you know thousands and thousands of years and yeah. all the things that aren't paleo yeah. uh, are, are new to our genome and new to yeah. our guts. Yeah. Uh, and so, and when I say paleo, I don't mean like a paleo bar. I mean the actual definition of like whole real food, not, yeah. you know, a manufactured paleo bar that happens <laughs> to be, you know, or a protein bar or these types of things yeah. that say oh, I'm paleo. Yeah. I mean, whole, always whole real food. So yeah. I, th- I would comment though, and say that I don't think veganism is optimal for the vast majority of people. Yes. Yeah. And I say that, uh, because, we, well, we know vegans need to supplement. Most of them are on a handful of supplements because they cannot get sufficient amounts of various things, uh, from their diets. Uh, the main one being B12 and usually protein being the other one. And so that tells the evolutionary biologist in me that if you have to supplement, then we have a diet that is of privilege and not of nature. And my, my sort of my bias is definitely towards behaving in a way that is optimal with nature.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. And it's the same that we take on all our our products for our skincare and everything is that, you know, it's got to come straight from nature because otherwise there's so many more processing involved um, and it just destroys the actual product at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and those toxins that we put into the gut then kill the microbiome, yeah. go, you know, go through to the liver, clog the liver up, go through to the skin, you know, present yeah. as dermatitis or acne or, you know, whatever they might present as. Yeah. Uh, the system just ends up clogged with all these foreign chemicals.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, totally. So your journey, did you have much of a journey yourself with, in terms of, you know, looking after your skin yeah. from the inside out?
1: Well, I'm one of the lucky ones. Well, actually, yep. okay, we'll go back even further. We'll go back to a time that I can't even remember. Yep. So I was actually born with all over body eczema. Wow. Um, and I have no memory of this. And yep. my my mum tried all these different things, steroid creams and different, you know, things that the doctors were were offering and yep. tried everything. And the yep. only thing that actually worked in the end was yep. that in the late 80s, my mum took a uh, an aromatherapy course. Wow. And okay. so... She did this concoction, and my mum has always burnt essential oils and yes. you know used them in different okay. ways. But yeah, she concocted this um, oil that was, and the base oil was almond oil, I believe. Fantastic. Um, yeah, and and that got rid of it forever, basically, and yeah. and it's it's popped up maybe once or twice in my life, but only very, very briefly. But I'm one of the lucky ones. I've been pretty much completely healthy my whole life. And, um, oh, actually, actually, now you're bringing back some memories. Uh, so I was an elite level swimmer for most of my teenage years. Oh, wow. Um, and I was in the pool like, you know, between eight to 13 times a week for about five years. Yeah. And I, my, my sister and I both had some type of reaction to the chlorine. The chlorine. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I forget I forget what it was now because you've just triggered this memory. But yep. um, but we went and saw somebody, I was like 13 at this point, and yep. we, were, we were put on a dairy-free, wheat-free, sugar-free diet and that was the yep. thing that got rid of it all.
0: That's really interesting. Yeah, it's interesting you say that actually because we've had quite a few customers um, that have struggled with dermatitis and eczema and all that. And it's interesting, most of them, it's either been sugar, dairy or wheat. Um, so it's interesting, yeah.
1: Yeah, those and those things, it's funny, at the time I was just like, this is the worst diet ever. There's no flavour anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) But now that's almost the go-to kind of, you know, levers that you pull as a practitioner is dairy, gluten, sugar and vegetable oils. They're the four things that are like, causing so many people such in catastrophic internal damage and yeah now they're the go-to things it's like oh this is actually quite easy to solve we've just got to take a big step in eliminating these foods and substituting them with something that's equally as you know satisfying
0: yeah yeah no definitely some yeah it's amazing how how much um, impact our food that we put into our bodies can have on absolutely everything else in our body
1: Oh, especially when it shows up in the skin, especially if it's showing up in, mm-hmm. in a, an area that people see, right? Like your yeah. face or your hands or something like that. It can, you can like trigger it so fast and realize, oh, oh my God, it's there. And, yes. and you see it instantly the next morning in the mirror and you become self-conscious. And then the stress yeah. about that can exacerbate it too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and definitely destroy people's mental and emotional states.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard when you're not proud of the way you look.
0: Yes, definitely. And I think for some people, it's where they sort of, you know, they start to really take a look at how they can fix it. And then they run to, you know, all the different creams and steroids from the chemist. And then Mm -hmm. then realize that it's actually nutritional uh, values and everything they need to add internally um, deep down
1: yeah well and and that's it's like if it's if something's showing up in the skin that's the last layer of defense from the inside out right so by the time it's gotten to the skin to present it's come a long way and and a lot
0: of other damage
1: yeah 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 and it's and it's tried to get out in different ways right it's tried to get out through different excretory systems and now it's like finally gotten to the skin it's like oh we're finally free and then with with creams we come and kind of try and push it back in
0: (laughs) yeah exactly yeah and you can spend a fortune on, on, you know, external stuff, which definitely helps to soothe and to, you know. Oh, totally. You know, moisturize at the time. But, yeah, deep down it really has a lot to do with the way you, you feed your body.
1: Mm, yeah. And you bring up a good point. Like it totally depends on the issue and the cause back to like where we started that cause. If, yeah. if the cause is external, then, you know, creams could be perfect. Yeah. Uh, but if the cause is internal, we're just essentially putting a bandaid over, a, a you know, a much deeper problem.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. You've made some really interesting points. Is there any, anything else that you've sort of seen along the way or any other value or information that you can give us?
1: Um, that's a good question. I think there's, there's a few silent sort of killers, if you like, when we talk oh. about, talk about skin that, yeah. um, I find often get left out of the conversation. So I guess, you know, obviously where the gut health is so, so important, but yeah. the way that I like to think about all, you know, sort of nutritional therapy, any type of therapy yeah. we're, we're doing to recover the body, um, in context of food yeah. is that there's, three layers and most people just go to the addition phase which is like like you said add a cream right yes a- yep. and or, or add celery into your diet or you know whatever the thing is it's always the addition but I like yeah. to take a couple of steps back and try and nail each step which is the first is subtraction yeah. and subtraction of the damaging things that we're all putting into our bodies on a daily regular basis Yeah. Uh, sugars, the manufactured food and the yeah. hidden one that people are often cooking into their healthy food is the extremely toxic vegetable oils.
0: Yes. And and I would
1: actually put vegetable oils higher than sugar as as to the damage that they do to the body.
0: Yeah, they're so hydrogenated.
1: Yeah, totally. And they yeah. literally once they enter the body, they like they're literally like just a crazy drunk person yes in, in a glass house. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> they're just running around breaking things because they're so well, not flammable is the wrong word, but I think it's a good description of how, yeah. how a free, you know, becomes a free radical and it causes a free radical cascade of like free radical. Then it crashes into the next thing, which spews out another you yeah. know hundred free radicals. And it's just this perpetual damage that happens over and over and over again. And we consume yeah. these oils in such abundance. So the first step to me is subtraction. So starting yeah. to take out those things. And the next step is substitution so if we're taking things out whenever we take things out of the diet most people just say don't eat that anymore just don't do it just don't eat chocolate right but it's it's there for a reason it's serving a person's purpose so we need to substitute it with something to fulfill that purpose whether it be emotional whether it be physical Um, and so in the case of vegetable oil if we're taking out the canola oil which i highly recommend for everybody yes (laughs) you're saying yep we need to substitute it with something to do this, to, to do a similar job, right? So we might put in ghee or avocado oil, or depending on the heat, extra virgin virgin olive oil, right? We want to swap it out with something better. And then, the, obviously, once we've substituted the sugars out, the vegetable oils out, where this toxic load on the system is going to be much less because we're not putting in all of these toxins that find their way to escape through the skin eventually, yeah. right? So yep. we're cl- clearing up the pathways and the arteries that all lead from our gut to our liver yep. Yep. to our skin, right? Yep. So then we substitute it out. So we're putting in things that actually build up the body and help that detoxification process. And then we can move to the addition process of or a step of the process to add in the good foods and add in the vegetables and add in the organic grass-fed, you know, food that yep. is building the body and has far less toxins.
0: Yes, definitely. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I think awesome. so. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's awesome. Um, so in, when going back to you talking about the sugar before, what are some of the substitutes with sugars that you like to use or recommend, you know, when they ditch out the sugar, what can they use instead as a sweet?
1: Mm, that, that's a good question. So th- that that's a combination of... Uh, swapping things out for different, you know, you can take the step from manufactured sugar items down to fruit. Um, A lot of, you know, people beat up on fruit, but it's a really good stepping stone uh, to sort of, Deprogramming your taste buds. And yeah. that's the other thing. Your taste buds, your emotions, and your microbiome yeah. are three things that crave sugar. So if we, we yeah. can't just re- remove it because you're going to feel an emotional void, yeah. the, the, the microbes in your gut are literally addicted to sugar as well. So yeah. we, we need to re- reprogram those guys and their fuel source. So it's a bit of a, you know, you've got to sort of step down the ladder to get back yeah. onto solid ground with sugar because there's a lot of reprogramming to do because there's lots of you that is addicted to that yeah. substance. So we yeah. need to take slow steps backwards. Otherwise, we'll just be as fast as we can, you know, straight down a pile of Oreos and <laughs> <laughs> lollies. and So, yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a tedious process. Yeah. Very few people can just cut it out on Monday, you yeah. know. Yeah. So yeah, you've got to sort of sl- slowly step down. But going from you know processed sugar to stevia and natural sweeteners to yeah. fruit, and then you'll get eventually to the point where actually some vegetables will taste sweet because you'll have your taste buds will have grown back and you'll have reprogrammed your taste receptors and and your microbiome as well. And you'll be like, yeah. oh, this capsicum is actually delicious.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And even nuts can be quite a, um, a sweet thing as well.
1: Once yeah. In, yeah. Totally. Yeah.
0: Yeah, especially almonds. They're my favourite.
1: <laughs> oh, delicious.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, that's it. Um, so in terms of what about cheat days? For example, you know, people have to go out to a family function or they're out at a party and it's awkward so they can't get out of, you know, taking something off the plate. What's mm-hmm. your your thoughts on, you know, a cheat day once a month or how do they balance that into their life?
1: That's a good question. And I think there's... I think the idea of the language around treat or cheat days yeah, yeah. is becomes for the individual, like it's it's easy for us to talk about it like a cheat day, that makes sense. But for the individual, yeah. they're essentially telling themselves on a sort of deep psychological level, yeah. I am betraying myself. I am, you know, I'm doing something I'm not meant to be doing when we use those treat or you know, treat or cheat cheat days. It's it's yeah. sort of because we 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 train parents now. Um, well, the ones that I talk to <laughs> yeah. to to not have reward systems for children that yeah. are food based, because we attach emotions, and then if we start cheating or treating ourselves, we're doing the yeah. same thing. So we need to deprogram that mechanism, um, and it can be really challenging. So so using the word cheat, if we have a cheat day, I actually use the words mood food yes, because. Yeah, because we because mood we can have mood food. Mood food yep. can be the same food. It can be a cake or it could be chocolate. And yep. the mood could be of ten different things. It could be a party. We could be happy. We yep. could have had a really bad day at work, could have got fired, could have had a fight with our partner, and we're still eating the same food. So yes. you know what I mean? So it's it's the mood defines or you know, the type of food that we eat. And therefore, so the first thing is to tell ourselves it's okay yep. to have a mood mood food day. And I like the words mood food because there's no stigma. There's yeah. no I'm treating myself for being a good girl or a good boy, yeah, you know, yeah. and there's no I'm cheating and lying to myself. So we're taking both of those possibilities off the table. Yeah. So so we move into a mood food, which is no stigma, which, and and the way that I work with sort of clients is to get them to coach themselves and be like, it's okay to do this. You know, it's, it's not going to be the end of the world. And and the other thing is navigating the conversations of the people around you, uh, that, that are really judgmental. And that gets into a whole other conversation about being like, uh, if the people around you aren't interested in you being the healthiest version of you, are they the right people to have around?
0: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, definitely. No, that's, that's a very, very valid point there yeah so no that's yeah amazing thank you so much that's um definitely, you're welcome to uh keep keep going at it it's uh some days i think it gets hard you know some people think oh i'll just give up for today and start again tomorrow but it's definitely mm. yeah it's really important to keep going with
1: totally i have a saying that it's, if it's not today it's never
0: exactly, so, exactly. yeah
1: tomorrow never comes
0: <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow doesn't ever come I think there's another old uh, Chinese saying or something, you know, when was the best plant time to plant a tree? It was, you know, 20 years ago and the next best time is today.
1: Totally. I love that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's no, definitely, definitely very important. And fruits and vegetables are, yeah, the best way to go.
1: Mm, absolutely. And the more organic, the better. That's always going to be the case. Like oh, you've got less toxins, you've got less pesticides, less herbs. And as well, we're conditioned in the supermarket to look at food and it'd be perfectly shaped and all shiny. But if you go to yep. an organic farmer's market, it's all weird shapes and, yep, yep. and and different sizes. And that's actually a good thing because if it's yep. weird shapes, it means the plant had to use its own immune system to defend something right?
0: Really amazing, yeah. Yeah,
1: so when you're picking yeah. up vegetables, I actually encourage most people, and there's not really much science behind this, but yeah. logically thinking, if that plant used its immune system, it's probably got a range of different genes that have been expressed to the perfectly cultivated one that's from a monocropped farm in Woolworths, yes. right? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's sort of my thinking on that.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's really, really interesting. That's, I'd never thought of that myself yeah yeah that's thing. <laughs> and therefore it would have far more vitamins and antioxidants mm. that's exactly what you know our skin and body needs
1: absolutely yeah. yeah and that yeah all that sugar and vegetable oils produce all of those AGEs or those advanced glycation end products which end up in our skin and cause wrinkling and sagging yes. and yes. stiff stiffness and drying and so the more yeah. antioxidants we can get from our fruit and vegetables uh the better
0: <laughs> yeah totally totally no that's fantastic well, thank yeah. you. No, that's that's awesome. Really appreciate you sharing all that with us.
1: Yeah, you're very welcome.
0: So yeah, no, it's great, and we'll definitely get you back and can share heaps more. And um, plenty
1: yeah. to share, plenty oh, to share. The,
0: yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> all right. Was there any other tips or tricks that you wanted to share with us before we close?
1: Um, I guess just for everybody that's trying trying to be healthy or be different, that yeah. the the missing piece isn't isn't necessarily information. It's more uh, behavior change um, and, and the psychology behind that. So yeah. if you're beating yourself up for not sticking to the diet or sticking to the whatever, like yeah. it's, it's about understanding why you behave the way you behave. And so, yeah. you know, physical transformation only happens once we know how to think differently and thinking differently leads to behaving differently. So yeah. take a few steps back and uh, start peeling that emotional psychological onion
0: (laughs) yes i love it fantastic analogy yes no no definitely thank you (laughs) you're welcome all right well wonderful thank you so much for joining us and uh look forward to the next time
1: thanks for having me
0: thank you for listening to another episode of the feed your skin podcast i'm ariana Edmonds, and until next time stay healthy and keep that skin glowing